Yes, indeed, anxiously awaiting your home improvement type of questions. Andy Lind is fielding those as usual today. Good morning to you, Andy, and Merry Christmas to all the good folks at Linda's Construction. I'm back at you, Denny. Back at you. How's your morning going so far? Morning's going great. Great. Good. Always love these Saturday mornings, to tell you the truth, and uh, this is part of it. And uh, I was trying to think yesterday, uh, we've been doing this show for how many years? I mean, I, I've, I've kind of lost track. Yeah, I bet you have too. I want to say ninety nine ish or so, yeah, somewhere in there. That could very well be. That probably looks sounds pretty close. Nonetheless, we are here and uh, awaiting your uh, home improvement type of questions. If you have uh, one, uh, maybe you're starting a project, or maybe you're thinking about it, or maybe you're thinking about calling Linus Construction because maybe you need new windows, or new siding, or new roofing, or how about those great gutters? Whatever the case may be. Um, Maybe you're thinking about getting uh, insulation. In fact, I have a question about that, uh, Andy. Uh, call us or text us. It's the same number, whatever is easier for you. Uh, you can call Andy. You can send Andy a text, 612 uh, I'm sorry, 612 or 651. You know, actually, Andy, here's a little inside information. Years <laughs> ago, we started uh, this, this uh, uh, call-in number, which is also the text number, and we used to say... You can do 612 or 651. And to me, I, th- I thought, that's getting a little cumbersome. And I got an email at that time, not a text, from someone who worked for the phone company or had worked for the phone company and saying, no, you are correct. 651 was actually the dedicated one. But I guess wherever you happen to be in your area code, this one or that one would work. But, of course, our... Uh, as Cannon would say, our crack management team prefers we use 651-461-9226, okay? So that's either the text or a phone call, 651-461-9226. And uh, as you know, we get busy from time to time here on our show. So if you have any kind of a home improvement question, don't wait. Let's hear from you, again, either by phone or by text. Uh, the other day, Andy, you know, I, I want—I always like to ask you how how did the crews do this past week? We've had on you, to say the least, unusual weather. I, I, I bet the crews were really thrilled with that fifty-some uh, degree high. Yeah, you know uh, when you go from twenty inches of snow to almost no snow on the ground to crazy windstorms and a little bit of freezing rain, and then uh, we had another little dusting last night. And it's all back to being white again. So it's, uh, it was a heck of a week, but uh, anytime. We get uh, temperatures even over 40 degrees in, in the wintertime. We, we, we start doing cartwheels. Our ability to get things done and how much easier the materials are to work on. And I'm telling you, Danny, if you were outside those three days, it was just, it, I just felt better. It was just great to be outside. It were just gorgeous days. So real lucky to have it. And uh, to be honest with you, it could have been so much worse. Uh, as far as the the weather systems go, it, when when it comes to the freeze thaw cycle, with that much snow getting that warm. Luckily, it got that warm that fast, and a little bit of rain washed things off. So we didn't we're not seeing a tremendous amount of roof leaking and ice damming and things of that nature. I can remember a couple of December's ago where we had all that snow and it warmed up real quick for like a day and a half, but then the, then the bottom dropped out and the temperatures froze. All that water froze back up on the roof. So any heat that was escaping really caused some damage. That water started to melt again, and it found its way inside a lot of houses. On the flip side of last week's, uh, this past week's weather, 
Uh, we had a lot of wind. There was a lot of damage uh, in various areas of CCO land, unfortunately. Now, have you, meaning Lindus, received any calls uh, from anywhere with any r- r- roof damage? You know, um, I've had some tree damage phone calls. I was looking at some some outbuildings that had some doors blown on it, yeah, blown out of it yesterday down near the you know southern southern Wisconsin Minnesota border, the lacrosse area. Uh, we do we do have lots of shingle blowoffs, things of that nature that that we've seen and had had contacts on. Luckily, our area of the world it was either kind of east of our our area that we we service or south of um, the areas that we service. So it wasn't a lot of damage in the areas that, that we service. The Twin Cities metro area seemed to, for the most part, uh, relatively speaking, you know, when you when you think of some of the windstorms and, and companies have had to deal with uh, the last couple of years, going going back to the, the derecho in Iowa, we have companies that we work with in Kentucky, and they're dealing with a, a bunch of stuff. It, 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 you know, 60-mile-an-hour winds in, in December, it's hard to feel lucky that that's all we got and just yeah, a couple of true. tornadoes. But uh, in retrospect, the amount of damage that uh, some of our neighboring states have dealt with uh, the last couple of years, it's we're, it's not as bad as it, I think as I thought it was going to be. See some terrible the damage, the, the footage we see of, of these uh, tremendously strong tornadoes. It's heartbreaking. It's just, it is. It what is, what it does is. Lindus do when, uh, let's get back to CCO land here, uh, when there's uh, major wind, and let's say a tree falls on a roof or whatever, there's the structural damage, and suddenly it's raining, and uh, the homeowner is calling Lindus saying, what do I do? What 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 is the first thing a homeowner wants to do besides panic? I mean, I, would, I don't know what I would do if if suddenly a tree fell on, uh, on the roof and damaged the structure. You know, um... We we have emergency services, and for- if suddenly a tree fell on uh, on the roof and damaged the structure, you know, um, we we have emergency services, and first and foremost, we're going to want to try to dry in that area as fast we can, remove the tree, and make sure that no further damage can happen. So we're going to want to. It's usually going to involve some type of patch job. Now, when it comes to wind damage, Denny, this is where it's probably more important to get a qualified contractor, somebody that you know, is worth their salt, so to, spe- so to speak, that is going to know how to deal with the structure of the home, not just a roofer. There's a lot of things that go into the structure of the home, whether it's your truss system and there may be engineers that have to get involved and you're going to want to have somebody that's a true professional look at those types of situations because sistering in and and just kind of, you know, putting the Band-Aids on those types of fixes can really start to weaken the overall envelope of the home. Uh, and your first call should be to Lindis, or should it be to your insurance rep? I would uh, call your insurance company always, and then your trusted contractor next. So get your, get get first on the line with the insurance company, especially when when you're dealing with widespread storms like this. It's going to make the process go that much faster. You're going to meet with an adjuster sooner, and then then call your contractor. All right, very good. We come back. I want to ask you a question about insulation. If you have a question, it could be about decking, could be about insulation, could be about any home improvement project. Call it in or text it in to Andy Lindis. It is the same number six five one four six one nine two two six. Call or text to that particular number. This is our home improvement show on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Temperature now seventeen degrees. Stay with us.
You know, oh, yes. Yeah. 20-some-odd years doing the show Jimmy. with you. I think you play this song every Christmas. This must be one of your favorites. Well, Jimmy, well, see, a lot of people don't know that I'm a parrot head, and uh, I do, uh, yes, I do enjoy some some of the Jimmy Buffett uh, music. But uh, that that's one we, we love to do, uh, like, once or twice a year. And that's right. about I it. I like it. Yes. Yes, very good. All right. If you have, again, back to uh, the show at hand here. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, six uh, six five one. Four six one nine two two six. You can call it in if you want to chat with Andy, or you can send Andy a text, uh, whichever is easier for you. Here's one, Andy. It says, uh, "How difficult would it be to turn a three-season porch into a four-season porch?" I know that Lindis does that, uh, has done that uh, quite often. What's what's the procedure? If you can walk us through that. Well, it's really going to come down to how that three-season porch was built and how how insulated you really need to make that area. Is it going to be as conditioned as the rest of your house? Um, having said that, I've seen where, you know, I'll put it, put it this way. When we're building a porch, say we're building a four-season porch, the difference in cost for making that a three-season porch out the gate to a four-season porch is not all that great. The difference in retrofitting it, depending on how it was built, can be pretty expensive. Um, you might need to insulate the floor, You, depending on uh, how the attic space is insulated. And if the windows, a lot of times, you know, it's just screens that are put in these porches. If all new windows need to get put in, a lot of times, you know, you can be looking at fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars to to get this porch to be insulated enough to be really called a four-season porch. This is why I always tell people, when we're doing these estimates up front, we get called for three season porches all the time, Denny. And more often than not, we're building four season porches because we show them the differences of the cost up front compared to what the costs are to retrofit. They 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 tend to want to go to the four season porch. And when you start to talk to people that have done these types of additions before and they realize that it's their favorite room of the house and they can't use it five months of the year. That, that can get really frustrating. Imagine, you know, you spend fifty, sixty, hundred and fifty thousand dollars, whatever however big the porch is that you're building, and then you can't use it, that'd be uh that'd be disappointing. And I, I know what in, in our case, and this was over twenty years ago, that uh, the porch was not heated, still isn't. But what we did was we had Linda's come in, because you're right, uh it was initially screens and uh and I thought well, maybe we can get a little more use out of it. But uh, Linda's came in, and we had some great uh, uh, double hungs put in. Now, that made a world of difference, just that. But, mm-hmm. again, uh, you know, you guys have good windows, good quality windows. I think that made a world of difference, just the windows, right? Or it can, yeah. anyway. And, and if if I recall, that's like a south-facing room, correct? Yes, Correct. So the the solar heat gain with those windows that you put in should be pretty good in the wintertime. Um, I experienced that myself with those same types of type of windows. You know, the the way the low ease designed on those win- windows, Danny, the lower the sun gets in the horizon as we get more into winter here, the more solar heat gain those windows allow to come in. So in the wintertime, you're getting the benefit of the solar heat gain. But in the summertime, as that sun is higher up in the horizon, the low ease is going to reflect that energy back out. So it's not getting as much of the heat in the summertime, which is what we what we kind of want out of our windows in this area of the world. And I think, too, especially if, if, if you have multiple windows in any particular room, like a sunroom or a, sun, or a porch, uh, 
you got to have them easy to clean. As I recall, these kind of pull out. I can't remember exactly how they do that. <laughs> I must admit I didn't clean them too often. <laughs> but uh, um, isn't that true? I mean, you, the, the windows that you guys make, make it's pretty efficient, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they are very easy to clean. And and having said that, there's there's a there's a coating put on the outside of the glass, so the outside shouldn't need to get as clean as often as the inside. If you you know we have a lot of little kids or pets that are going to be touching the glass a lot, you might have to clean the inside a little bit more. But the outside has an easy clean coating put on it. So if you look underneath, look at glass underneath a microscope, it's going to look not as smooth as it feels. And when you put the right coating on it, you can actually start to fill in some of those cracks so the dirt and the mud and anything of the the debris that can get on the outside of the windows isn't going to stick there as much. Andy, there's a text I'll just kind of paraphrase because it was something I was thinking about this week, uh, especially given given that warm weather we had. Uh, as I drove away to run to whatever store I was going to, and I looked at the uh, the, the roofs and, and the various houses around the area, Mm-hmm. And I noticed that, um, and this relates to the text too, that there was still snow on our roof. Not a lot, but there was snow covering our roof, whereas all these other houses I was looking at, it had melted off. And I thought, well, that's not a bad thing. Isn't that a good thing <laughs> that that I still see snow? That uh, Doesn't that mean that the, uh, the hot air is not rising through the attic and, and melting that snow? Yeah, if you're one of the last houses in the neighborhood to have snow, I mean, in, they're all getting the same sun. They're all having the same weather. What your house isn't experiencing is heat loss. And 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 like we're the, that text on there asking about how to insulate the walls, Denny. People always talk about their walls because that's where they feel the drafts coming out. Yes, yes. More often than not, it's something to do with your attic and your rim. So the the top plate in the rim... If air can move from one of those areas to the other area, chances are that's the draft you're feeling in the wall. So if you can stop that stack effect from happening, as as it gets cooler, the pressure in the house changes, and we actually start to pull that air from the attic down the walls. And this is where you go to any big box store. You can get those outlet covers you put on. People replace windows all the time because they think it's their windows that are leaking. And it really is air moving in your walls. And this can create a lot of problems. There can be condensation issues. I've seen electrical issues because of this. Imagine you have an outlet in that wall and you have this cold air coming down. And it happens to hit warm air somewhere in that outlet area. And it starts to create frost and that frost melts. And now you're getting condensation and moisture into an electric wallet. I've seen that lead to ground issues, especially when uh, those outlets uh, are done what I call the the lazy electrician's way. You know, where you know a lot of times back in the day they just yeah. kind of instead of wrapping it around and and actually screwing it out of the ground onto the outlet, they have the the part of the outlet you can just stick it in. Well, if the wall moves at all, or if you have uh, you know, you plug something in the wall, and you maybe don't go all the way to the outlet. You just grab the cord and you yank on it. That Over time, that outlet can move a little bit and make that ground start to not be as effective. And I've, I've seen people have outlet issues because of that. Hmm. Interesting. Hadn't heard that. Cop, cop, couple that with a little bit of condensation in the wall, and you can you can have a lot of issues. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, if you uh, have any particular project in mind or if you are in the middle of one and uh, need some help, uh, whatever your home improvement question is, we welcome yours, either by phone or by text. Here is that number to remember, 
416-641-9226. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction will be answering those questions here for the next half hour or so. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO, the weather's coming up. Stay with us. It is a Saturday in CCO land. We're in the midst of our home improvement show. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, like Andy Lindus, L-I-N-D-U-S. You want to get in touch with those good folks. Uh, easiest number to remember, 1-800-LEAFGUARD. We'll, of course, give that number to you uh, again before Andy leaves us uh, today. By the way, no show next week, Andy. We all get a day off. I don't know. At least I do. I don't know if you do. But, <laughs> but it'll be Christmas Day, so it'll be a lot of holiday uh, programming here. On CCO, we'll be back uh, two weeks from today. But in the meantime, we're here to answer your home improvement questions at 651-461-9226. Andy, let's go to the phones. I think Rita has been waiting there in uh, New Brighton for a question. Rita, thank you. What is your question for Andy? Good morning. Um, My question is, I live in a mobile home. I have a front porch. Now, the porch, you know, is open at the bottom. They've done some plastic things with um, some, like, trellis stuff and then covered it with plastic to keep the snow and stuff out from them. But it's just not looking right. It looks terrible. And I had my son put up some plastic around to keep it done this winter. I was wondering if the bottom half of the porch could have, like, siding put on it to keep it so I don't have the gaps at the bottom, and I don't have to monkey with this plastic every year. Now, the top half of the porch has shutters on it, and the shutters are the kind you just open. There's no screens or anything. But I would just like the bottom half fixed so it kind of matches the house and I don't have all this problem with snow and rain and wind. Is is that possible? Now, the porch like- is probably 14 by 6, 6 feet wide and then 14 feet long, you know, with the sides. So I don't know, you know, what the cost and whether it would be effective, but it is a mobile home. So this is more like a, like a deck area porch. Yeah. It's kind of built like a deck. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a way instead of using, you know, like the lath um, there, there's a way to like on, on, on my deck or my, my porch, I use deck boards and an ASEC material because you are coming in contact with the ground, so you got to be careful on what siding you choose. Vinyl siding probably going to be just okay with that, but there there is a way to enclose that area. You can you can find a solid skirt. Okay. Yep. All right. Thanks it's very much. Thing. Doable. Very good. That's good news. Six five one four six one nine two two six. You want to call in or text in your home improvement question? You were referencing this other text, Andy. Maybe we can kind of finish up on that. Uh, the texter says, is there a, a way to add more insulation in walls without damaging the exterior or interior walls? If that homeowner wants uh, you know, insulation in the walls or more of it, I guess, in this case, uh, how would you answer that question? Get a, heat, a free heat map analysis from us, and chances are we're going to find out it's not your walls that are the problem. Um, there are systems out there that are capable of insulating the walls with small holes with spray foam, but they're very 
I wouldn't do it on my own home, and my experience with them has not been positive. Usually, but again, I'm usually getting called out to the problem jobs that you know people that have had issues with this in the past, or voids that were created because of that 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 spray foam going on the wall. There's just no way of completely making sure that that it's going to be a consistent area, and when it's not consistent, you can get a lot of condensation issues. So outside of removing the siding and insulating from that way or insulating from the inside, there's really no great way of insulating those walls because there's so much in those walls that that can stop the foam from going one way or the other. I was thinking as... Chances are it's your attic that the problem is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. So how 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 would folks if folks want to to get uh, maybe maybe they really feel like they need some new insulation or maybe they don't have any uh, or they certainly want Linda's to come and check and see what they need. What they just would call you guys, right? Yeah, it's a it's, again, this is a free service that we offer. You can go on our website lindusinstruction.com. There's a form you can fill out there. You can find us on any social media or call us at 1-800-LEAFGUARD and, and, and set up a free heat map analysis. And when, when we come out, we're going to tell you the exact R value uh, of, of all of your installations, what's going on in your basement, what's going on in your attic, what's going on in your walls, what's going on with your windows. We're going to have infrared imaging from the exterior and the interior of your home, and we'll have gone around with uh, different uh, diagnostic uh, tools to figure out where the house is leaking air the most. So when we're done, you're going to get a pretty comprehensive report on what your house does and why it does it and what we would do to make it a better home. And boy, does it feel different when it's, do- feel different when it's done right. Wow. Yes. I'm going to yeah, test to that. Uh, it's one of those things that it's an immediate know what, what is going on. And, and, and this is one of those projects usually when we're done, people are like, why didn't I do this years ago? My house is so much better to live in right now. We, we hear that on a regular basis. Yeah, comfortable. Uh, what I was thinking, too, here during the winter months, people are inside more, and certainly with the pandemic over the last year and a half or so, uh, f- some of us are saying or seeing, hmm, maybe we should do this or do that, or you're, you're seeing maybe some uh, updating necessary. Uh, what, what, what should people do now? Is the, if they want to call Linda saying, hey, we want to do a, a bathroom or we, we think our roof is bad or deck, maybe they want a new deck. Are, are there jobs that can be done next year lined up now, I guess is my question. Oh, yeah. This is, we, we've talked about it before. If, if I was doing a home improvement in 2022, I'd be starting the process right now. I, in, in fact, I probably would have started the process a month ago even. Just, just to get out of the gate and get into the planning area early. And if you have the ability to be able to lock in your material pricing with how volatile things have been over the last year and a half or so, it's, it's, I would do that. And not, not to create doom and gloom, but I vividly recall about April of this year when everyone was worried about lumber prices saying that if you buy home improvements right now, it's going to be cheaper than it is a year from now. And it's that, that is very true. Yeah, lumber's gone down, but everything else has gone up. Labor's gone up. All petroleum products gone up. All metal prices have gone up substantially, and, and they're, they're not coming back down. I, I would anticipate another increase in, in quarter one and two next year. So if you can lock in your pricing right now, I, w- I would do that if, if, if you're looking at any type of project for 2022. Very good. Good idea. So be proactive. Our phone number and our text number is the same, 651-461-9226. Speaking of texts, 
Here's one for you, Andy. It says, uh, have an old house in South Minneapolis over 100 years old with stucco-like exterior that has been called, quote, poured mortar. Insulation in the walls is virtually non-existent. The interior walls are plaster on lath, have been told by multiple contractors that it is going to be difficult to find anything that will insulate without problems or without incorporating huge expense. Is there, their question, is there any type of thin panel-like material out there that I can attach to interior walls that might help? I'm trying to think, what would that be and where would they put it? Ah, uh, no, not not necessarily. Um, this, again, could be, depending on how the stucco is on the exterior of the home, if if you're looking at a remodel and you're going to be doing any type of siding, this is this is one of those areas where tearing into the walls and figuring out how to insulate it with spray foam might be a better avenue to take. It, again, we we look for the cheap fixes on this, and my experience is when we try to do things on these walls that aren't exactly the way they should be done, a year or two down the road, you end up redoing it. Um, or somebody ends up redoing it. It's 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 a Band-Aid. So I would trust what these contractors have said to you. The, the way to do this job is going to be expensive. And as of right now, there's just really no cheap shortcut ways to insulate the walls. Now, having said that, it might be worth taking a look at the, the, the attic. And if you are doing any type of siding work, you know, the, the Insultex product, which is as thin as most house wraps out there, two millimeters thick, adds an R6 to the walls. Couple that with LP Smart Side, and uh, you're, you got a heck of a system going on from air infiltration and an R value on your wall. All right, good. Let's do this, Andy. Let's take a break. Invite our listeners to join in. Uh, if you have any kind of a home improvement question, we'll pick up uh, on yours right after the break. Call us or text us at 651 461 9226. Just a reminder coming up next hour after our home improvement show, we have invited Dr. Gene Geske who is a Twin Cities veterinarian, to answer your vet questions. So if you have dogs or cats at home and you uh, have questions, next hour is your hour to ask the vet. Here on 830-WCCO. Stay with us. It's a Saturday morning, the 18th of December. Denny Long here, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering your home improvement questions here on CCO. If you have one of those, you can call it in or text it in, whatever is easier. But here's the one number to do that, 651-461-9226. Andy, let's uh, grab a phone call while we can. Mabel's calling in from uh, St. Paul, I believe, this morning. Mabel, you're on with Andy Lindis. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you for taking my call. I was wondering if you constantly snow blow and throw the snow up against your house and it's wood, is it going to rot eventually? It's like wood. It's not um, mason. I can't think of the name of that, but it's not particle board, but it's wood. What do you think, Annie, about the snow blowing up against a wooden, uh, at least that section of the home? You know, um it's there till spring, all the snow piling up that mm. wood. Yeah, anytime you can uh, blow the snow or get the snow away from the home, you're going to have a better spring and less chance of it getting into the basement. Not only that, uh, 
you know, you got to think of that that wood is usually protected with some type of finish. And anytime you're 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 hitting something against the house, you know, there can be ice chunks in that and that snow. Um, you can start to wear on the finish, and the finish is what protects that wood. I wouldn't so much worry about the water getting into the wood from the snow, but I would worry about your spring melt, and I would worry about damaging the finish of of the siding by by hitting stuff against it. All right. Thanks for the call. Speaking of water, here's a text. It says, water in a wall, what to do? Had mold on the lower wall in the bedroom. Never happened before. Texter says, took off the baseboard and drywall was wet. Cut away some of the wall and found standing water. Who do we call to fix this? No plumbing in this corner. Is this a roof or siding issue? Could it be water may maybe uh, coming in from uh, heavy horizontal rain this summer? The roof seems to be. Okay. All right, Andy, I know you, it's, you know we're on the radio here, but how would you diagnose this? What would you do? Just physically get there to that house? Yeah, if, if this room is not in the basement, which it, it, I don't think it is. It doesn't say anything about being in the basement. Right. There's something going on in the exterior of your home or the plumbing that's causing the water to go there. If this room is in your basement, if this is a lower bedroom in the basement, I would get a hold of safebasements.com. Uh, Jesse Treble and his guys, uh, get them to come out right away. Uh, you know, I had this conversation with Shaletta th- this week. Those guys, if it's a basement issue, will immediately involve us if it has anything to do with gutters or flashing or something on the exterior of the home that we can fix. But it's just smarter to get them out first when it comes to basement issues because they're going to be able to address the water problems and what is causing that, especially before you go through any type of fix. Don't go and fix this thing as a one-off without knowing why the water is there, what caused the water. Last thing you want to do is put in new carpet or new flooring and have the issue again a month from now. So if it is not in the basement, chances are it is a flashing issue or something is happening on the exterior of the home to allow that moisture to come into the wall. And and it can come from a long ways away. It it can be surprising. Water follows weird pathways, and it, it might not be in the immediate vicinity of the exterior of that room. It might be you know twenty, thirty, forty, fifty feet away. But initially, your recommendation, if it's the basement uh, room, uh, to get a hold of Jesse, <clears throat> excuse me, safebasements dot com. Uh, but if it's a second or third floor. <clears throat> Could they just call Lindis then? Yeah, call us right away. We'll come out and we'll we'll do what we can to figure out what's going on there. Just on that note, since you mentioned uh, Jesse, uh, Jesse Treble and SafeBasements.com, Jesse will be filling in for Andy. I think, Andy, it's three weeks from today, if I recall. Uh, I believe it's the um, 15th, so Saturday the 15th of a brand new year. If you have those kind of questions, basement type of questions, radon type of questions, things like that, uh, tune in. We'll remind you of that. But that, I believe, Andy, is the 15th of a, of the new year, which is just around the corner. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Is there a right and wrong way to roll up your electrical cords? <laughs> We've never had that before. <laughs> yes. Whatever way the foreman on the job site tells you to do it is the way to do it. <laughs> I've. Uh, you learn as a when you when you get on job sites that people have very particular ways that they want their electrical cords to be rolling up um now if you're a a a youth like i was on a job site if that foreman was annoying you you would purposely roll the cords up the wrong way (laughs) just to get a reaction but 
there's uh there's a there is a right and a wrong way and it really it, it comes down to who is running the job site that's my experience uh, anyways all right um What's the best way, this texture says, to insulate the exposed joists of a four-season room? Um, hmm. I don't know why. If you're talking about the exposed joists on the eave, you know, the part of the, 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 the roof line that's outside of the wall, I don't know why you'd want to insulate that. If you're talking about you have a vaulted ceiling with exposed joists, then it truly is not a four-season porch because there's no insulation in the right. attic. So if that's the case, then you could insulate directly to that, creating a hot roof, but I I, I would have to look at the exact situation. I, I don't know why you'd want to. There'd be really no reason to, you know, a lot of times you see these porches get built without any fascia boards. It's just the the exposed, uh, you know, trusses on the outside. Yeah, right. That are that are painted. If there'd be no no need to insulate that area, I uh, I would, I'm having a hard time visualizing. Well, I tell you, the, we always recommend if you have an insulation question and you think you maybe need some call, Lindis, right, or whatever the whatever the project you may have in mind, call us one eight hundred Leaf Card. I see by the, they say, the clock on the wall. We are plumb out of time, Andy. And I, I want to wish you and all the good folks and, and uh, at Linda's Construction, your family too, a very Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Are we going to be talking on New Year's Day then, I presume? I think we are, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll wake you. New Year's you. Day. I'll call you in case I don't hear from you. I'll uh, give you a wake-up call. Danny, I don't know if I've seen midnight the last couple of years on, on New Year's <laughs> Eve. I've gotten uh, yeah. gotten to be that age. So I, Welcome uh, to the club. I think I'll, I'll be up and uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. 4 a.m. is my normal, my normal rise time nowadays. Well, that's all right. It's okay. Early to bed, early to rise. We will talk to you. Uh, and Merry Christmas again. We'll talk to you two weeks from today. Sounds great, Denny. Merry Christmas to you and everyone else as well. Thanks very much. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Now, coming up next hour after the news break, get those veterinarian questions ready. Dr. Gene Geske, uh, ask the vet next hour. Uh, you can ask the vet uh, your uh, pet questions coming along in a moment or two. So stay with us here. Uh, keep that number in mind. It's 651-461-9226. Stay with us on CCO.